T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 814, Tommy Tucker, WWL, flying through another morning, Thursday morning, March 9th. Rafael Goineche joins us now, president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission. Good morning, Rafael. How are you? I'm fine, Tommy. Good morning to you. Um, I don't know if the Metropolitan Crime Commission has any view on the recall or not, but do you have any reaction to the revelations that Judge uh, Medley signed the petition herself? Should that have been something she recused herself from? I mean, my personal opinion is no. Uh, if you sign the petition, essentially, that's a vote. So the judge elected to vote. And if that makes her disqualified, if that disqualifies her to, to make an impartial ruling in this case, does it mean that if it was assigned to another judge that didn't sign the petition, does that mean that they were disqualified or should be disqualified because they didn't vote? And a non-vote means that you're not in support of recalling the mayor. That That's my point. How do you know you wouldn't find somebody that the other judge would be vehemently opposed to the recall? I, I agree with you. I just we'll see how it plays out. Tell me about uh, Jason Williams and the his habitual offender, uh, the law, what it says and what he plans to do now. OK, so uh, earlier this week. Jason Williams uh, uh, removed or turned back on the last campaign pledge that he had made when he was running for office more than two years ago. So when he was running for office, he said he wouldn't advocate for high bail for uh, offenders. He said that he was never going to charge a juvenile as an adult. He said he was never going to use a material witness warrant. And he said that he was never going to use the habitual offender statute. And earlier this week, a few days ago, he announced that he was going to start using the habitual offender statute. And that statute is not inherently uh, uh, improper or unconstitutional. In fact, it's been litigated and held to be lawful, but he refused to use it. And I think that what that signals is just with every one of the absolutes that he promised on the campaign trail. As he became a prosecutor for the first time in his career two years ago, he recognized that those policies that he talked about in the campaign trail weren't yielding the types of results that uh, were in the best interest of the safety of the people of New Orleans. And he began to uh, revise his policies on a case-by-case basis. So the use of the habitual offender statute is now a tool that prosecutors in New Orleans can now use 
to hold accountable the violent and repeat offenders that are fueling our violent crime problem. And I think that that's a, a step forward for the DA. People that are opposed to it say it over incarcerates people, but the, the whole the, the idea is to get career criminals off of the street, correct? Well, exactly. And even when Jason Williams was running for DA two years ago, you know, he was saying that he wanted to pursue the lions, tigers, and bears, which is a metaphor for the most serious offenders, and that emphasize the rabbits and squirrels, which are the low-level offenders. So with him as the DA now, he's recognized that for the last two years, he didn't get the optimal results. He didn't like what he was seeing happen with some of the lions, tigers, and bear cases. And he recognizes that that habitual offender statute statute will help him uh, obtain better justice and improve the safety for the people of the city of New Orleans. So I think that, uh, you know, I, I respect the fact I'm, I'm just a little uh, perplexed that it took two years for him to reverse himself on that. Is the difference between uh, running for the office and running the office, I would think, right? Well, exactly. And that statute is not only going to help achieve I think better results and better outcomes for the most serious offenders, but I think it will also allow him to recruit and retain more veteran prosecutors because that statute is used by, in every district attorney's office in the state of Louisiana. It doesn't mean that it's misused. It means that if you don't have that tool available and you're a prosecutor and you are being recruited to work in other offices, but that tool is not available to you in Orleans Parish. It contributes to the problems that he's having recruiting and retaining people. On his dashboard for his office, it's reported that 45% of his attorneys have been there one year or less. Mm. That's a staggering number. That's an indication that there are problems there. And I think with his announcement that he is going to use that that statute, I think it sends a message to prosecutors that uh, if you come to Orleans Parish, you're going to have available all the tools that you need to perform your duties as an assistant district attorney. Right, let me take a break. We come back and want to talk about um, civilianization and, and how many people are being hired or not being hired. Also, attrition with NOPD, because it seems like not a lot's changing there. Uh, we do have a, uh, allegedly, I guess, the search for a new NOPD superintendent going on, but I, I don't know how, what's going to happen in the short term with NOPD and, and what does that mean in terms of how the department should be run. 820 and a half, we're talking to Rafael Goyeneche, president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission. We'll also talk about auto thefts when we return. Right now, it's time for WWL traffic. 826, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Rafael Goyeneche, president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission. Rafael, you can say a lot of things about the mayor. She is doggedly determined and eye-opening when you find out that Jonathan Aroni, lead monitor of the NOPD's consent decree, says that apparently there was an effort to put Officer Vappy back onto the mayor's security detail. Yeah, I saw that story. Uh, and at the time, uh, I had heard those, those same allegations being made. That would have been 
back at the changing of the guards uh, in the, the last day or two of Sean Ferguson's administration with the police department, the allegations that apparently were confirmed by, by the consent decree monitor. Raphael fades away. Tim, you want to see what's going on there? Maybe we, you there, Raphael? Yeah, now we can hear yeah. you. You faded away for a second. I'm sorry. That's all I'm right. Sorry. So, so I, go ahead. Uh, so apparently, uh, in fact, I read a story where the mayor acknowledged that she had called the police department to inquire about the status of the investigation, what was going on there. Now, that was uh, early on in the investigation. And the allegations that were being made was the mayor was uh, pressuring the police department to return Officer Vappi to his security detail. So Jonathan Arney basically confirmed that uh, during his public hearing with respect to the consent decree uh, earlier this week. Put that in context, please, Raphael. And I know this is going to seem like a, very, a pretty silly question, but for people that are listening, why that would not be a good idea? Well, first off, the investigation is still underway. Secondly, the mayor is uh, involved uh, in that particular investigation. He was assigned to her security detail. And the investigation had not yet progressed to the point where uh, the members of the security detail or the mayor had been questioned about what actually happened. So the mayor essentially was putting and using her uh, official um, authority as mayor to try and influence an investigation before the investigation was completed. And that is a bad sign, and it's something that wasn't apparently uh, uh, appreciated or tolerated by the federal consent decree monitor. So that ties into... Um the hiring of a new police chief, who would want the job under those circumstances? And in terms of attracting police officers or civilian employees, the effort is failing. I mean, there's no other way to put it, is there? If you look at how many officers are leaving, how many are, are coming, the recruitment class, et cetera? Well, I was speaking to a police official last night mm -hmm. who said that they anticipate uh, uh, starting a new academy class in April with 30 cadets. So the problem has historically not been identifying candidates who enroll in, in the academy. The problem has been trans, uh, transitioning those applicants into the academy. So if we're going to be starting an academy next month with 30 officers, means that things are starting to improve, but we're going to have to hire and, and, and run through another four academies this year just to break even. And where is the, the holdup with the civilianization? Only three people hired um, for 50 positions since September. Is that civil service holding all that up? I don't know. I, I saw the story uh, in today's uh, paper today, and uh, one of the applicants was complaining about how uh, slow the process was. He had completed all of the paperwork, but was still uh, in limbo about it. So that's that's something that I, I really can't answer. And we only have a couple of seconds left. Is there any doubt that it was the mayor that wanted Officer Vappi reassigned? Well, uh, according to the mayor acknowledged that she was inquiring about the case. Remains to be seen. Jonathan Arany is reporting to the federal judge. I, I tend to believe 
what he's going to say. If he's going to say that publicly, he can prove it. Thank you, Raphael. I appreciate your time. Raphael Gonenche, president of the Metropolitan Crime Commission. Talk about the gift that keeps on giving with his mayor. 8.30, time for WWL First News. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 